When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is ESPN Radio's Barton Hahn Podcast. Have I do anything to hurt you? Man, don't disrespect I Keith Sweat like that. Don't, don't do that. You know he sound like a damn singing sheep. Are you in a fan or somebody chopping you your damn throat? The hell going on? Somebody playing snare drum on your throat as you singing? Are you singing into a fan? Did you say we know how we all have done that? We yeah, all we have done a fan. That. We We're all a kid. Mom tell you, don't put your finger to that fan. Go chop it off. Are you singing into a fan? Oh man, Keith Sweat, we still love you. It's Barton Hot Hour number two, presented by Progressive Insurance. We're coming to you live from Seaport while we can. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts. Yeah, we we, we told the line today. We we need to get some callers so we can blame them. It's true. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Why not? Let's get some news from Barton Hot Nation because. Uh, we've got Donnie in Louisiana Save us, calling Donnie. us up, hitting us up on the Dr. Ripper call line. What's up, Donnie? Hey, what's going on, what's fellas? Good? What's up, Barton Hine? I just happening? want to say first, I'm going to miss y'all. Them Yankees don't deserve to have y'all to, to themselves. That's lame. I want to say the Rams got Mayfield to hurt the 49ers. At last, Bart, you got to get on Canty because he admitted to wearing cosmetics earlier. Cosmetics. cosmetics. What do you mean? Cosmetics. cosmetics on his beard. He wear cosmetics. Ah, he got the he got the the, the uh, Beijing on his in his beard. Or do the he got? Beijing. Or do he have the brush in? He got the brush in. Uh, Clyde he, he Frazier special. He, he probably, is he going just for men on us? I don't know. That's what I want Bart to investigate mm, for. I got to find out because he wear it in cosmetics before because, you leave. Get on it, Bart. Because sometimes, sometimes Keisha so had enhancements. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes Keisha got it on the side too. I'd be looking at it like, hold up, man. You don't want none of these dudes to come sit on your white couch. <clears throat> I plead the fifth. <laughs> I let you have this. I'm gonna conversation. get to the bottom of that. You can't be walking around with Sharpie on your face. I'm gonna lay out of this conversation, Donnie. I don't think I should participate. Everybody. You got the little salt and pepper on the side. Yeah, well, that's the whole idea is you don't want it all out. Yeah, because you want to be like little baby like, Zaddy. He's just a little bit. Little you got a little something in so that like, it's obvious. because yeah. we've, See, the thing is like this. I'm, if you have I'm, wrincles on your face and yet not a single gray, yeah. come on, like you're telling on yourself. I ain't got that many. You know what? My grandfather. No, you still look young. My grandfather was like 85. I think he had like maybe one or two grays. He was a pimp, though, too. He had his hair <laughs> slicked to the back. You would just have my mom on. Like, dude, the dude had his hair to the dude had his hair to the back, man. He, I would catch him at the mall in a black and red suit trying to straight hunt. <laughs> like, Grandpa! He's on the prowl. Grandpa, get your old ass out of here, man. <laughs> Did he have a cane? You got worms. Hell no, he had no cane. He was you, a pimp. You know what cane I'm talking about, right? The pimp cane. Yeah. Yeah, the macaroni. <laughs> He's macaroni, dog. Had his name on the Goodyear blimp and everything, didn't he? Yeah, man. <laughs> said Warren Pip is a pimp. <laughs> oh, my God. 888-ESPN. He looked like Eddie Murphy on um, um, Brooklyn the Vampire. 
thing yeah, yeah. and his hair was back. That's Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's how his hair was. I swear to God. Come on. Mama, send us a picture, Mama. Oh, we need a picture. I, I need a picture of that. Uh, let's take Ramel in Georgia. Ramel. Hey, what's going on, what's fellas? Good? Love the show. First time caller. Uh, I got really uh, one for uh, Bart and one for you, uh, Alan. Okay. Uh, Bart, I'm a Jet fan, man. I, I believe if we missed the playoff this season, we'd have looked back on two things. One, uh, the game against Minnesota last week yeah. where we just couldn't punch it in. And two, just the curse of not being able to beat New England. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is easily one of New England's worst teams they've had great in point. recent memory. And we had to get at least one of those games because, God forbid, if we tied with the Patriots, they got the tiebreaker. Right. And, and, and if we cannot get past New England since you've been there, I think it's time for you to take a coaching job on the sidelines of the Jets. And then for you, Alan, mm-hmm. I know you're close to the Knicks, man. Yeah, I, I, I look at these last past two and a half seasons with the Knicks. It's probably been the best two and a half seasons that we've had in a long time. But at the end of the day, I don't think Tibbs is the guy for the job. I don't like what he's doing with Cam. I don't like how he's running the offense. And uh, I just want to know who can I uh, contact to get him fired because I, I think he needs to go. We'll I think that the Knicks, the Knicks has played well as a whole under him in two and a half seasons. But I believe that he has not tapped into – their true potential. What is their? Po- let let me ask you, Ramel. What's their? In your opinion, what's their true potential when you look at that roster? You know, the thing is, is that I think that he has the old school philosophy. Yeah. And when I look at their record, I believe that right now is eleven and twelve, or he's eleven and thirteen. 12 and, I think it's twelve and thirteen. Yeah, twelve and thirteen. I believe that they should be anywhere between no, four no, to I, five wins. All right, but I didn't ask you that. I asked you what you thought their potential was when you look at the roster. What do you think they should be versus what they are right now? Oh, I, I think that they should be easily uh, somewhere around the six, seventh seed in the, in the, in the, in the East. Well, the, guess what? They're, they're they're a game out of the sixth seed right now. One game. Yeah, right now the standards is kind of the standards. Yeah, because yeah, you want my opinion, Mel? And no, because I'm not a Knicks fan. You know, I just root for all things New York. But truly, I'm a I'm a Pistons fan. You know, when I look at at Tibbs, he reminds me of a coach that we had in the NFL. Two of them, actually. He reminds me of Jeff Fisher, and he reminds me of John Fox. And he's really, really good in coming in and creating structure and discipline for a young team, older team, and get them to play and understand how to play basketball the right way. But you know that like when you look at Fisher, what he did with um, the Rams, it took a guy, a young guy that was kind of innovative like Sean McVay to kind of get that team to kind of run on all cylinders. And it's not a knock on, on Tibbs. It's just the game is changing and, you know, it's coaches that are going to be traditional and it's coaches that are going to be trailblazing. And, you know, he's somewhere in the middle between that. So I understand he's never going to be the guy that kind of wins you over because he's a guy that makes guys earn it. He doesn't play a lot of young guys. And, you know, sometimes that can leave frustration for the team. I'll tell you what, and thanks for the call, Ramel. I always say be careful what you wish. Yeah. Because, you know, Mike Woodson, when he was a coach all those years ago, he did the same thing. Yeah. He was no nonsense. He got everything organized and he had them playing well. Then they had a lot of injuries and they had a, a season where they missed the playoffs and everybody's like, he's got to go clean house. They get rid of him and it took forever for them to get right again, right? Yeah. 
And look what he's doing at Indiana. The guy can coach. Yeah. Tibbs comes in here and he gets things organized again. They make the playoffs. Last year, what happened? Injuries. They made a couple of mistakes with some of the, the decisions they made with the roster, and they don't make the playoffs, but they finish the season strong because he eventually gets you right. This so, year, slow start, not good. But lately, like all right, I'm, I'm moving pieces around until I get this yeah. team right. And all I'm going to say is this. Everybody that wants to get rid of him, is it him or is it the roster? Because yeah. if you're telling me you're looking at that roster and you think that should be a top six team in the East, what are you looking at? See the question. What are you looking at? It's it, There's good players on this team. But to win in the NBA, you need superstars. You need yeah. a star. They don't have that. We'll talk to Jalen Brunson later in the show. We'll ask him about Tibbs, of course. Yeah. But, you know, there's more people that want to talk. Actually, Nick's here. Artie is in Jersey. What's up, Artie? Right, it's been a long time, Artie. Where the hell you been, son? What's happening, Artie? Disrespectful, Artie. Hey, Where you guys, been, son? Love, love your show. But, Alan, I've been following you a long time because I'm a big, big Nick fan. The one thing that I'm, I'm, I don't understand is they gave a big contract to, uh, uh, what's his name, yeah, uh, Evan Fournier. Fournier, yeah. they play? If not play him, you, you want to trade him, but you're not showing him off. The guy was the best shooter last year, if I'm not mistaken. Artie, why aren't they Well, here's a, couple, here's a couple of things. <laughs> why they're not playing is because defensively he has been a major liability. He has not fit well. It was it's not a good, It wasn't a good move to get him. Clear, it was not a good move to get him. And eventually you've got to decide this team was a bad defensive team. Look at the numbers. You have to put in players on that court that can defend. And Quentin Grimes is a better defender, way better. And he can shoot the three. So now you've got a guy that can do it at both ends, which is what you need in that starting five. When you've got guys like Brandel, who's not a good defensive player, and Brunson, who's small. You've got to have somebody that can defend guards and defend the wing and also knock down a three. Fournier is not a guy that fits on this team. Now, why aren't, why didn't they just trade him? Because it's not that easy right now to trade. The trade season's going to begin, as I keep telling everybody, in a couple, like, I think next week it really starts to open up, December 15th. You can trade everybody. Teams start to really get more active. I think then you'll start to see teams that might want to add shooting to their team and what can they get them for and can they get them for cheap and all that other stuff. Meaning cheap, meaning, you know, his contract's not cheap. He still has two years left. Do you attach a first-round pick to it to get rid of him or a young player to get rid of him? And that's, again, proves costly. So why aren't they playing him? Because, the, because he's a defensive liability. And it shows more and more. Teams attack him. The, but the Celtics figured that out pretty quickly when they had him. So he's a great guy, by the way. But you know he's not demanding trades. He's not causing trouble. He's not screaming. He's doing nothing. He gets it. I understand. I don't fit here. And that's it. So that's, where the, that's why, Artie, that they're not playing him. Is he doesn't fit the way they need to play to be successful. That's part of it. Cam Reddish, why isn't he playing? You see him the last couple of games? He's a guy that's a sometimes guy. I love him because I think he's got great potential. But he can't, on a team that has to win, which they're in half the win mode, this group, you can't just play him and let him figure it out because it costs you games when he's here one day and not here the next does, day. Does he give you Michael Beasley vibes? Uh, yeah, that's not a bad. Like, yeah, dude, sometimes you uber, look at him uber, and uber think, talented. Like, bro, this yeah. dude has got skills. But just not every day is bringing it. And a guy like that never sticks in one place. Like that's Michael true. Beasley, he was all over the place. No, that, that, that part's true. So again, like I feel the same frustration, but they have got to get to a group that, will, that works. Yeah. And I think the nine guys he's playing right now, he believes works. Now, we'll see it over a larger scale, but they've won two games. They've held yeah. two opponents under 90 points. Because of that, because of the, but, they're a little more defensive minded, and there's less 
got to get this guy some minutes, got to get that guy some minutes, and now it's costing you some minutes. Like, Bart, if I, if I had like three linebackers, so I'm like subbing you out for, <clears throat> I got to get this guy a couple of snaps. No the rhythm. third guy's only getting four or five snaps. He's like, that's not get, helping me any. Yeah. I, it's only four or five snaps. You're not getting as many as you're used to getting, so you're not in rhythm. It doesn't work. Right. It's just in all sports, that's just how it has to be. But I, but I wonder if this, right? And that's the problem. Again, that's roster yeah. building. You, you have to ask Mistake yourself, there. You have, you have to ask yourself if you're the Knicks organization. Present, future. Like, how long um, do you expect Tibbs to be the head coach here? And then, listen, this is tough, right? Because well, I, feel, I think I, this year will decide it. I, 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 I think we all feel yeah. the, that, that I think this year for this group, including the front office, yeah. I think we'll, if things do not go at least playoff – yeah. I do think it's revisited of do we have to reset and do it all over and again. And I only say that because you see so many bright young coaches, right? You see what's going on yeah. with Monty out there with the, yeah. with the Suns. You mm-hmm. see what's happening with the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. You see what they're attempting to do in Houston. It's like starting over young with a, you know, like when is those young, great guys? We see them now that they're older, but they start off as young whizzes. And it seems like everybody nowadays wants that outside of the Houston Astros and some select teams, the Pistons, yeah. have guys that have been around. Nate McMillan has been around for a while. But for the most part, it's a youth movement because it's about being able to con- connect really, with, really the like, moder- with the modern yeah, really. athlete. right? Yeah. You see you see over in Boston, rather before even Doga you know, came, you see the hand slaps, the pounding, and it seems like it's an it's a easier connection. And it's more of a generational thing I agree. than it is I agree. a can he coach them? But you've got to find the guy. You yeah. got to know you have the guy, and then of course it, it has to it has to be something that everybody's in agreement with. And I think some of the problems with the way they've built this franchise, built this team, is that not everybody has agreed on all these moves. And so as you have that happen, you see guys that you know player gets traded to you, and oh, I don't really want him here, or he doesn't fit here, and then it just there's not a lot of consistency right now. But one thing that's consistent is they've gotten better defense for the last couple of games, so we'll see if they can build off this. All right, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We'll keep the calls rolling. We'll keep the conversation going with you. But we want to get into what Bart had said on Get Up, as we do each week. A lot of takes that he has had this morning. We call it Bart's Bits. We'll get to it. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Time for Bart's Bits. On Bart and Han. All right, each week, Bart Scott appears on Get Up every Thursday. 
And there's a take or two. They ain't fired me yet. That might need either some explanation, maybe some walking back, mm. maybe some reconsider, or... Double down. Yeah, or double down. So let's go through a few right now from this morning's Get Up. Boom, 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 boom. So let's see. The Von Miller story. Ah. So now that the Bills are going to be without him for the rest of the season... Bart talks about where this places the Bills among the AFC's contenders. Good players can make plays just sporadically. Great players make timely plays. And they brought him in there to make timely plays. He was a closer, so now somebody else has to step up. I think this really puts them in a tough spot because now when you think about it, they're going to have to come out of character and when try and get pressure, they're going to have to try and blitz. And that's going to put that secondary, you know, in a bind. I know Tredavis White is back, you know, but without him being there being a closer, that means they're going to have to be more aggressive and that's going to expose that defense and not allow them to play that bend don't break. I think this puts them third in the AFC, in my opinion, as far as the Super Bowl, because they're good, but Joe Burrow has the closer. Trey Henderson's over there. Yeah. He's a guy that can close out. They already have Patrick Mahomes' number. It's Patrick Mahomes and, and Joe Burrow and then the Buffalo Bills. So you have them third. Yeah. That's where you have them right now. Still pretty much a contender, but not on the same level. As the Bengals and the Chiefs. Yes, yeah. I mean they they brought in Von Miller to be the closer, right? Not only that, but also the guy that can be that voice of reason when you know you give up a big play, you can't get a stop. It's a long drive. And he said, "Hey, look for this. Watch that." Right. You can't say that on the sideline. You can't have that communication. Hey, hey, wide now. Hey, hey, watch the screen. None of that communication is going to be able to be heard. So, like now, what happens is now you it's. I always said, like, them losing Von Miller is equivalent to us losing Chris Jenkins two years in a row. Mm-hmm. We knew if we had Chris Jenkins, game over. Because you ain't running on us. So we, we, can, we can do all kind of stuff from a scheme uh, perspective. That's who Von Miller is. He's their most important piece because he's their biggest mismatch. And without him, it's going to be so much more difficult and put more pressure. What, are you going to put more pressure on Josh Allen to score more make, points? Make, make like, big plays, yeah. He's already doing everything on the offensive side of the ball. You need somebody to be able to create balance and have an equal star on the defensive side side of the ball. Without Von Miller, they don't have that. So this basically puts them right where they were last year. Exactly. Because it was Bengals-Chiefs, obviously. Without Micah Hyde. Yeah. Oh, that's true, too. All right. So we move on. Continuing Bart's bits from Get Up This Morning. Odell Beckham Jr. Remember, there was all this hype about him. The Bills, the Giants, the Cowboys as well. It felt like something was about to happen and then... Nothing, Bart. Mm-hmm. So he wondered about the recruiting effort. They openly courted. They slid in Odell DMs. They courted him. I thought it was a damn recruiting trip to, to like a, a, a power five or something. Made you like to lose that, like yeah. it's to say, oh, okay, now you got to go back to the other guys. They know we, we believe in you too. Right. I mean, don't come back to me, man. You was in up there gushing, giving his dude heart emojis, you know, gushy eyes, all that type of stuff, man. So I wonder how this affects him going forward. Listen, I understand Tyron Smith coming back really helps that offense, but it, it seems like they're it's going to be missing something. There's a lot of um, shoes, big shoes for James Washington to fill to be that that dynamic playmaker. So I guess they figured out like, okay, they brought him in, then they realized you can't help us right now. And as you said yesterday, in the NFL, they just step right over you if yep. you can't help. You're dead to us. It's amazing. Yeah, they start. But that's what the reality is. So he won't play this year, right? Right. And I, he's going to be a free agent in the offseason. I don't, I don't, I don't think so, yeah. I don't yeah. think he, he makes a team. So the, all the Odell hype, put a pin in it right mm-hmm. now. Meh. All right, more of Bart's bits from Get Up this morning. How about this? Nobody has – it's amazing. The Bengals get to the Super Bowl last year. Joe Burrow, Joe Cool, the whole thing. Four new starters on this line. Then this season, it's like we forgot about them. The Bengals and Joe Burrow became an afterthought. 
But Bart Scott says no more. When I talk about you know Joe Burrow, you have to ask what Joe Burrow just done. First of all, he got up to a slow start. He beat Patrick Mahomes, right? He's going to have an opportunity to beat Josh Allen. He's going to have an opportunity to beat Action Jackson. If, if the Bengals continue on the trajectory that they're on right now, he's going to beat everybody's favorite quarterback and everybody's favorite team. And they're, they're a legitimate threat to win the Super Bowl. Guess what? Because we saw him in the Super Bowl last year. So you got to go Joe Burrow. They've been there once. They can get That's there the again. MVP. Now was the conversation about the MVP. Yeah. A lot of people was picking Jalen Hurts. I'm saying, well, who did he beat? Kirk Cousins? Because they, the NFC East has the easiest schedule, so we don't know where he is. But you know, you talk Cooper about Rush. You know, all, all the best, all the best quarterbacks are on the AFC, and Joe Burrow's walked through them all, mm-hmm. right? This week, he's well. I don't want to say you know, Deshaun Watson is who he's going to be, but he's gone and beaten guys on the road, and he's had swag about it. We talk about Tennessee; he smacked them in the face and told him, "I'm your daddy too." Right? Like, oh, he's going down to Tennessee. They were talking crap on the way out. Alice Kappa was telling everybody to go f themselves. So, like, if he's beating all these good teams, playoff teams, then how is he not the MVP if you look at his record? And listen, he came off a surgery. Slow start. But he's right where everybody else is. And if he's beating the best quarterbacks, how is he not the best quarterback? Yeah, it's like, again, don't forget We know forget it's a quarterback him. award just like the Heisman is. Just don't, yeah, just don't forget about him because all of a sudden. And I hate Macaulay Culkin. I got an open fight with Gary Owens on Twitter for three weeks. I don't even like Skylark Chili. That's Bart Scott's bits from Get Up every Thursday on ESPN. You know who else joined Bart today? And he does each Thursday? Rob Ninkovich. And he joins us next. We go into deeper conversations about the NFL. It's Bart and Han, ESPN Radio. Bart and Han. Now we figured it out. I can't see. You you oh you can't hear you don't have you have an IFB uh, I don't, uh, you don't want one don't you, we got music going yeah you right got now. us that's all he, I'll he sing it to you da, da, da. sing it to him Alan what we listen to <laughs> oh I what guess you say what can make me feel this way my girl that's nice uh, I wrote this in five part harmony <laughs> five part harmony. <laughs> Right. Spartan presented by Progressive Insurance. That was pretty good because Ninko, who joins us right now, of course, Bronny doesn't have don't fit here. Like, he he can't hear the music, so he actually just harmonized with us on that one. Harmonizing. I, you, was, I was in choir. Boy and got that, boy got soul, man. We might take Nico in a racial draft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who can we give up? Uh, we <laughs> we'll give up RG three. We'll take Nico. <laughs> Will you stop? <laughs> man, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm the teammate. Can't go into the skit. No, right. That's the thing. Right. We just have to. We have to lay out. Bart was like, "Hey, Nico." Uh, take a walk to the mall. Go go look at this. Up. I come back with a bag. It cost me like two G's. You put it in this overtime, man. He's like, oh, go to Oculus. Go to Oculus. <laughs> four days straight, baby. You know what I'm saying? Well, it ain't gotta, four days straight this week. It's going to be four days straight. Yes. Yeah, oh, I'm not complaining, bro. We got people listening. They're like, four days straight? It works seven days yeah, straight. Yeah, man. Let's go. Like my old man. But you got to put up with me for four hours. Yeah. That's, that's not bad. That's, that's, that's not task. bad. You br- keep bringing chocolate. Only what? four hours? This guy, <laughs> by the way, this guy gets, by he the gets way. a delivery during the show for, of chocolate. Yeah, explain that. Because <laughs> it's, 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 it's like a five pounds of chocolate. Just enjoy it. Was, was good. it good? It, it was good. The only thing I didn't like was he was just basically holding the piece of chocolate had people breaking off with their bare <laughs> hands. I grabbed the tissue. Like, <laughs> the monkey pox. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not about to get something. <laughs> I didn't even think I, of that. No, he's, he handed me the whole the thing. One, I was the first one going to take <laughs> so a you, use I, napkin. I took the napkin. Respectfully. I bing, broke it off. Right? And then, you know, uh, Woody comes in there, double paws, just... <laughs> 
breaking it up. <laughs> with the fat ass saucer fingers. <laughs> not easy. 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 Uh, it was good though. He he said he said if it's not the best chocolate you ever tasted, he goes, you can slap my mama. So I took a bite of it, and I, he said, Do I, should I call mama? I said, no, don't call mama. But I might mama slap. Called, mama called us. But I might slap my mama. Like, I've <laughs> Why never tasted, me to this chocolate, I've mama? tasted chocolate this good before. It's probably really good for you with the macadamia nuts in there. Yeah, I'm it's sure it is. Nice. I found out they're toasted almonds. Oh, toasted almonds. They mm-hmm. don't yeah. look like almonds. Yeah, they're almonds, man. Yeah, yeah, but they're not shaped like an almond. Maybe they're genetically it, modified. It looks like a, <laughs> it looks like a macadamia nut. I think it's a macadamia nut. I don't think you're right. Speak, on that. Speaking of speaking of smacking, I'm greasy no, no. on the. Yeah, I need to speaking of smacking your tissue. Yeah, let me let me dab myself. Dab that down a little bit. I'm Croatian. I'm Croatian. Where's the Oh man, you got to take me back to Croatia. I heard it's an amazing place to go. Yeah. Beach time, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, we got to go back. Speaking of smacking your mama, should uh, should we be smacking or uh, should somebody be smacking whoever picked up Russell Wilson? Yeah. Because somebody's going to have to pay for that decision. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to have to answer for that. You pay someone how much? $245 million, I believe. Yeah, close to, to a give, quarter give, bill. Give, give, oh. a take, give a take some, you know, Ugh. give a take a couple Ew. of cheese. Yeah. That's gross. As yeah. Jimmy Fallon would say, L. <laughs> so, 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 like, we, we discussed this on, um, on the show. Before Russell Wilson went to Denver, did you believe he was a Hall of Famer? And what do you think about him now, his legacy? After I think he year? was. I mean, I think that he was um, on the verge, a cusp of becoming a guy that you would understand as every single year he was the guy on a team would put that team in a position to be on a playoff hunt. Because yeah. a quarterback, a great quarterback, think of any Hall of Fame quarterback. I think you can place them in. An organization, it makes the, the, the team better. It makes yeah. them better. I mean, you look at the, the Broncos were trying to do what they did with Manning. They signed a veteran quarterback yep. who mm-hmm. had a lot of success. With a great defense. With a great defense. Mm-hmm. Bring him in, and you hope that that thing just, bang, takes off, and they go back to where they were. That ain't the case. Not this year, but he won a super. Like he's won a Super Bowl, mm. been to two. Yeah, he yeah. won a Super Bowl. Like, he also, yeah, but the Legion of Boom. Like, see, I, the first one you have to give to the defense. The like Ben one, Roethlisberger had just, to go win one by itself. So, if you think to the Seattle Seahawks when they played in New York, right? Did yeah. they play at MetLife Stadium? Yes, yes. Blitz the they, Denver Broncos. They yeah. killed Manny. They started that game with a safety. Yeah, I do believe. Yep. yep. So th- that was a. Very good defense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and running game, but the crazy part is if the Broncos, what was the stat? If the Broncos had eighteen, scored 18 points, a game, points a game, they'd be they'd ten be and 10 two. And two. Yeah. So That's basically, what you're saying is the defense is terrific. The offense is just terrible. Yeah. That's the, the, the well, the offense is holding what you're back. seeing the frustration. And the only thing that's new is the coach. And the quarterback, because the receivers, we know who they are, they are. I would love to see him not smile. I want to see him yes. mad. I want to yeah. see him mad. Can you get mad, Russell Wilson? Could you get mad? Like, I want to see you tell somebody to shut Might up. Might be comical. Do, do Rain Brady have to smack it? Run! <laughs> tell, They're asking everything. He's like, just smiling, you know. T- like, yeah, tell Mr. Nico. Like, tell, nothing bothers me. I mean, I'd be smiling, too, if I had that much money in the bank. Mm-hmm. T- tell, tell, tell Mr. Nico you're sorry. <laughs> it's like the Dave Chappelle skit. Yeah, yeah. Hurry up, Ron, get help! <laughs> we want to see him go I, like I don't that. understand that would be a we hilarious. We were happy. Well, I mean, he signed a big contract, guaranteed he's, money. He's, he's pretty a, happy. It seems like he's always in character, dude. Like to your point, oh, I would love to see yeah. him like the five o'clock shadow. Yeah, I just I just want to see him, see him the, mad. Yeah, with the five o'clock Bad shadow, head, just a wreck. Look, look like he ain't shaved. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, I don't know what y'all are talking about, but I'm trying to get back to work. Like uh, Russell, are you okay? No, I ain't okay. It ain't okay. Like he wake up like it's Pleasantville every single day. Hey, somebody needs to ask him a question. 
over and over and over again and just see if he gets mad. Snaps. Snaps. <laughs> like, don't we just see him snap? Like, like Jim Everett? Is it? Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> Say it one more time. <laughs> Say it one more time. I'm jumping off this table. Let's take this microphone. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That'd, you, be, that'd be interesting. I'd love to see him mad. I've never seen him mad. We've seen him mad. Not, he's always in character. He's always just, a, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I'm telling keep, you. We're going to keep working, man. Yeah, yeah, just every single day, coming and grinding every single saying, day. I, I talk to the guys in the locker room, knowing that everybody is talking about how the locker room hates you, and he's just, oh, I talk to the guys in I the like locker room. I like your question, like, it. do your teammates like you? Maybe, that, maybe that's what you ask. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, friends? He, he reminds me, listen, for years. Do you go for, drink a beer with your buddies? For years. No? That would be the awkward beer. For years, too, right? for years. For having a beer. <laughs> for years, we watched Will Smith walk around Sunshine and roses all the time until the penitentiary until he snapped on Chris Rock. I think that Russell is on the cusp. He's gonna snap because he's he's running out of he's running out of excuses and he's running out of good lines. You only can get it out of the um, what's the Daily Bread book. The quotes yeah, are so yeah, many yeah. before you go to the last page. One step at a time. One one step at a time. We're just gonna keep fighting, keep working. Mm. Like what? We all got to get better. We all got to get, get better. Yeah, I can't get better on defense. The defense is great. I'm in story. How can I get better? You, you need to get better. And then, you. And that's literally what's happening now is as he's going off the field. We're seeing finger pointing. We're seeing guys yell. The frustration's <laughs> oh, yeah. coming from everybody but him. <laughs> they, they mailed like, Where's oh. your frustration? They got, they got they're all trying to get paid and his ass sitting back there. They got, yeah. Mer- they got Melvin Gordon out there so fast. He was over there trolling. I'm like, man, this dude's stuck, man. Like, man, <laughs> get him out of there. Just let him go, man. The whole story we heard, like we kind of saw this coming early in the season. Yeah, bro. We, we heard that he had, right. Chad Brown told us he's got his own office in the facility. He's got his own coaches, his own masseuse. Well, that was almost as bad as like J.J. Watt. And you remember the hard knocks? And they walked in the the J.J. Uh, Watt had his own king size mattress in the locker room or like in the equipment room. <laughs> and it's like, so you're telling me you get good. You're shooting. the only one that can come up in this bed and the team like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't yeah. like that. Like yeah. you can't have. I would have peed on it. You can't have. <laughs> no, I would have gone and slept in. I'm tired. You want to sleep? All right, you sleep right next. I'm sorry, to me. I'm a bed winner. Bed but that's the thing. You, you don't. You can't. The one. The, the one thing about a team, you have to go through the same stuff together. Yes. You have to go through the fire together. Yeah. The like, only you way you have any with authenticity it. with yes. your teammates is to be part of you it. You can't like say, "Hey, guys." How's lunch? Oh yeah, I brought my own. Like you're supposed to sit down and eat with them. You know, and, that, like, and to your point, you said Tom don't even eat that type of food, but every once in a while oh, he'll, he'll come, come and eat yeah. a nacho. So Tom, Tom eats very clean. How Tom eats is. very clean, but he would. We on Fridays the Patriots had like fast food Friday. We call yeah. fast food Friday. So it was like pizza, burgers, junk food, junk food, fries, big fries, and Tom would come at, come in out of practice. He'd do it with bacon too because we eat bacon. I'd say, you eating that? You eat that? He said, "Yeah, I'm eat that." Said, okay, uh, okay, Tom. He's, he's eating he's bacon. He would go over. He would go over to like the, the pizza. He'd grab a piece. He'd look at us. And everybody's he'd going take a bite. Uh, and then you know what? Uh, he'd take a bite. He'd take a bite. He probably walked yeah. out of the cafeteria and just. <laughs> he probably just spit that. He probably spit that <laughs> whole thing out. That. Don't and say then but, threw but, it away. But he did. But he did. But he did it. He did it. And that's the problem. You can't elevate, even though the quarterback is elevated above everybody else. He's the mix. He's in between. Management and players, like he floats above that. You can't, right? and he yeah. and, and, and the great it. ones are able to make you feel like they one of the guys. Like, and, and that, that, those are the great ones, and that's what Russell was lacking. Uh, yeah, that type of okay. Another great experience. We were in Buffalo, and we had gotten snowed in in Buffalo, so we couldn't fly out, and they had like a massive storm coming. So we all got on a bus, 
and we went to Rochester, New York, mm-hmm. and we were all together, the whole team. And somebody said, go to Dinosaur Barbecue. Everyone's going to be there. Like, you cannot not be there. I love that barbecue. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. So in the back, they had set up a room for us, everybody. And we had a, you know, beer chugging contest. Yeah. And fun. it came down to Tom and Julian. <laughs> and Tom, I swear, we thought offensive lineman was going to win. Absolutely. I mean, Tom could throw a beer down faster than anyone I've ever seen. Frank the Tank. Just like this. Just like, it's gone. And, and, and everyone's just like, where it go? It was great. Hey, Tom, what are you it doing this week? We're just going to go to Home Depot. Oh, I'll do just one. What's <laughs> 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 oh, it touches your lips? It's just so good. It's just so good. You know, he had a lot of experience at the University of Michigan. He's yeah. It's it was like it, it was bike. very impressive. So, but that's another example of like like you know just let loose. How to just be regular? Yeah, how to yeah, just be, be one be of the one guys? Of know that I'm at a different level. I but have a tux in my, I'm, in I'm my with trunk you every day, yeah. wherever I go. Yeah. You know? like come on. Got a or or, tux or spreading. You know, another thing too is spreading the love. You know, like Tom, you see him on the billboards, the Uggs and stuff. The whole team gets. You know how many Uggs I got? Like mm. I had like. Yeah. Eight pair of Uggs. Every well, single, I got well. six pair of slippers because he would just get everyone would get everything. Yeah. It was crazy sharing the wealth. Yeah, uh, that's that's a great example. You know, a lot These of nice stories. stuff. These are great. So that's why we love having you in studio. This is uh, like Canada Goose. We don't even story time with Nico. You know what I mean? Like it's like a podcast we just did right here. Yeah. No structure. No I need for I questions. We just talk. Yeah, we probably got canceled. We might have dumped that. <laughs> might have are we still on the air? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? We might have dumped. I said it quick though. Nico, we appreciate you as always, my man. All right, eight 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 say ESPN. Go back to the seven two nine three seven seven six. Back to the calls we go. Barton Hunt, ESPN Radio. Bart and Han. Anita mm. Baker. Syrupy. Syrupy. From Detroit. Love it to death. Feel no Worst IHOP in the history of pancakes. <laughs> Man, I love it to death. And I ate at that place, even though those pancakes was cold. That was negative. On Jefferson in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I ate them. I ain't still like there? them, though. Still there? Nah. Nah, I shut it down. Yeah, no she, had a, she had an IHOP. Didn't, didn't make it. Yeah, man. I understand. But she can sing her ass off. We love some Anita. Yes. My sister Donnie's um, favorite favorite singer. Voices. Yeah, so strong too. Mm-hmm. And when when you have strong voices but like that, it sounds that, effortless. You never sound like you're stressing. Like they not these youngsters now over sing, over sing, man. They straighten their voice like they they don't stay in the pocket. Like Luther never seemed like he was trying. It never seemed like he was yelling. No, it's like like when you turn the volume up, it seemed like he was always at seven. Never at 10. These kids be at 12. <laughs> Even when Patty come over and over sing the song, she's still in the pocket. You know she can go up higher. These young whippersnappers, man, did they come? You, know? you think it's maybe because there's so much more, like there's so many more voices out there now because of social media, the ability to just put yourself on YouTube yeah, and be seen exactly, and heard. exactly. And so it's like. It's not survival of the fittest. Could you imagine that gauntlet going well, through? it's like record you companies go, decided you, yeah. whether or not you were going to make yeah, it. You got to go talk to Barry Gordy. You know what I'm saying? You got to go see if you can sing one of Smokey's songs. You got, you Smokey got, you, you got, you got from 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 Saginaw, Michigan. You got Stevie in there evaluating. You got the Temptations, Diana Ross sitting there, mm-hmm. all trying to do a little Michael in there, moonwalking. He's like, man, put the kid down. He's distracting the hell out of me. How's he floating on the on the, on the wall? How's he moonwalking on gravel? Eight and eight say yes. Distracting the hell out of me. ABCDs, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Three seven seven six. Trying to focus. News from Barton Hunt Nation. We've got John in Delaware hitting us up on the Doctor of a Call Online. John, hey, what's going on, fellas? How you doing? All right, first time caller, long time listener. I just want to say them great voices, man. Jennifer Hudson, new age. You got it. You got to include her. 
for, for, for the, you think she can make she can she can crack it on any group back in the old school? She didn't even win American Idol. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that she's better than any, but she's up there with all of them. Okay, so Jennifer Hudson has a yeah great for voice. the new ones. Yeah, Jennifer Hudson. Like yeah. uh, like when you talk about people doing tributes, they always call her or Faith. Of course, um, you can put yeah. Deborah Cox in there, uh, Tamia, um, Beyonce, but none of them can touch like. The icons that we just talked about, just pure voice, Patti LaBelle, Aretha Franklin. I mean, it's just it's like they were classically trained in how to use their voice as a instrument. And you never hear any evidence of it being um, electronic. And it did it live. Well, it's like the voices were clean, like things today. They just kind of clean it up electronically. A lot of stuff now. Johnny Jackson can't sing. Britney Spears can't sing. Like even Rihanna can't Jenna sing. Has, Jenna has a good. No, 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 no. She has a, a good voice. She's a dancer. She's like Sierra. Like Sierra can sing okay. Rihanna can sing okay. They can't. Mary J. Blige is soulful. You, yes, you, you buy that. I give you. It's not that she can sing. Sing. Mm-hmm. She's not a a. You know how you talk about on rap. You talk about he's a lyricist. Yeah. And then you got some people that it's just can't, quotes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. We had singers, singers, man. Like, and it's not even just we. I'm talking about my mom's generation, and then slightly my yeah, sisters, we like were early kids, '80s, little kids. Yeah, man. Like, was like Jodeci, music can, was Jodeci, Jodeci can sing. Like mm-hmm. those guys can sing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they can't KC, sing. Jojo. They, they, you know, it's, they can't sing. They can't sing. Yeah. They can sing. They can't sing. Put your foot in it. You know. We what got mean? another hour of singing. Stay with us. The sour. Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Podcast. You can listen to the guys live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen and watch the guys on the ESPN app. This is the Barton Hahn Podcast.